This episode of the Your Twin Soul Journey podcast was originally posted to the Card Reading Queen YouTube channel. You can find the original episode by going to cardreadingqueen.com slash YouTube. Make sure you subscribe while you're there so we can stay connected. Hey there, Sovereigns. Monica Grace here from cardreadingqueen.com. And today's video is about why you can't manifest anyone or anything. And we are going to specifically talk about the six misconceptions that block your manifestations. So as we go through this video, I'm going to talk about this from two perspectives. One is from money and the other is going to be from your twin soul. So trying to manifest a thing and trying to manifest a person. And so I'm going to try to give examples of both of those as we go through this video. Before we get into the content, I want to encourage you to get and stay connected to Card Reading Queen. We offer lots of free content, free updates, and really, um, as you stay connected, you're going to be able to further your own goals toward uh, money on your twin soul journey, whatever you are working toward. So make sure you stay connected. There's lots of great resources for you, and um, stay high. You know, you want to stay high vibe. So stay. Uh, connected to us and uh, you'll receive lots of information that can help you move toward uh, what you are excited about. So we are on Facebook at Card Reading Queen. You can go to facebook.com slash cardreadingqueen. That's our page. Uh, we are also on YouTube, cardreadingqueen.com slash YouTube. We are on Instagram, cardreadingqueen. Twitter, we are Monica Grace CRQ. On Pinterest, we are uh, Card Reading Queen. We have a Tumblr called dailytwinsoul.tumblr.com. And then we're on LinkedIn. We have a company page. So it's at linkedin.com slash company slash Card Reading Queen. So definitely whichever uh, social network or platform you use, definitely check us out there and um, let's see what we're up to. Additionally, we have all of our freebies um, that are mentioned in this video. You're going to find those at cardreadingqueen.com slash freebies. And when you go to that page, there's going to be a long list of all the freebies we offer. Um, just click the one you want and go ahead and sign up for it. And that those as well are free resources that go a little bit more in depth than the videos can. Um, and you'll be able to read through those and use those tools to help you on your journey. So let's get into the content. We have six misconceptions about um, how, why you can't manifest anyone or anything. So the first one is that you have an attachment to the outcome of what you are trying to manifest. So attachment to outcome, it's basically a form of control. If you're familiar with my core wound wheel work, then um, I'm just laughing because that's a kind of a t tongue twister, core wound wheel work. But um, if you're familiar with that, then you know that control is one of the six core wounds that I talk about. So attachment to outcome is a big part of that. And you're trying to control the outcome using manifestation, which does not work, um, actually repels <laughs> what you're trying to manifest. Um, so what's going on here is um, it, it really comes from a place of fear. So there's scarcity mindset, there's lack of trust in your higher power, and um, all sorts of other stuff that's going to repel away what you want. 
Um, what I also see is a um, if you're manifesting, it's a desire to manifest for others and not necessarily for their higher good. So sometimes you like, let's say you want a job and there are several applicants. It's um, you desire you to have it, but you also desire others to lose it. Um, so that would be an example of not 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 wanting to work for the best of everybody, not wanting to work in everyone's highest good. Um, the same with a twin soul. If you desire a specific person and you um, are not their twin soul or you're not the right person for them, it would be the same thing. So you're creating um, attachment around this. So what you can do instead is... Um, you know, the obvious thing, release the attachment to outcome. Of course, easier said than done, but really desiring uh, for the right things to come to you is really what that comes down to. Um, additionally, desiring not the thing or the person, but desiring your higher power. So this could be God, the universe, spirit source, um, your creator, whoever that is. Um, desiring that relationship manifested in the thing or person that you are looking for. So for example, if you were going after your twin soul, you would actually want to desire your higher power um, in your twin soul. So for me, my higher power is God and I want to have that relationship with God and I want to see that relationship manifested in my twin soul. Um, same with money. For me, my, I guess like my twin soul of careers is really what I'm doing right now. Um, so I have several businesses online. I make a lot of content. I sell books, courses, all that sort of stuff around um, some really exciting topics. And that's kind of the twin soul career for me. Um, so again, I've tried a lot of different things to make money, but when I shifted my perspective to wanting that relationship with God manifested in my career and basically, so I'm basically talking about like life purpose, that's when things really shifted for me. Um, and I kind of released that attachment to outcome. Um, the second one is that you aren't honoring the truth of who you are and what you really desire. So this one's kind of a tricky one. Um, basically, you can only attract what is truly meant for you at an energetic level. And so how do you know that? Um, it's, it's basically a discernment. So it's knowing whether you are manifesting from a place of fear and ego, or um, you are manifesting from a place of knowing yourself, wanting to serve your higher power, um, wanting to serve yourself, and um, coming from a place of love for yourself and for others. So this is this can be challenging to discern. I know for me, I um, I always kind of knew that I was going to make, you know, make quite a bit of money. So I always knew that I was going to succeed in my career and I was going to make a lot of money. And so for a long time, I would go after um, these you know, high, high end six figure jobs. <laughs> and I had a couple of them. Um, and it was interesting because I was basically claiming what was not meant for me. I was claiming something that was outside of the truth of who I was. And when I finally 
accepted the truth of who I was, which was um, basically to be a writer. And I didn't, I was so resistant to writing for so long because I didn't, I knew that it wasn't a very profitable career, or I, I thought. Um, and so I was kind of ignoring that truth of myself. And I was claiming things that were not mine. And because of that, I was, um, I, I could definitely always get that job. But then the job would fall apart within less than a year. So either I would quit the job um, because I just wasn't happy or I would even just get fired from the job. And so it was kind of, I would say it was um, probably half and half. But the career just kept kind of falling apart uh, because it wasn't it wasn't right for me. So that was me um, choosing something out of ego. And so I think that people do this with their twin soul as well. Um, what you should do instead. So first is reveal your heart to yourself. So you really got to um, be on this journey and you really got to um, definitely try stuff that you think you might be excited about. But um, focus on just finding the truth of who you actually are and what is actually meant for you. Um, you also have to see yourself clearly. So I really believed for a long time that I was meant to be this big, you know, corporate um, director of marketing. And, you know, I had like a number of these titles and I really believed that that was me. Uh, and as I got to know myself better, I had to see myself more clearly and see that that was not me, that I was actually an entrepreneur. I was a writer. I was a creative. Um, and I never understood those things about myself. I never saw myself clearly. So that is um, a big block to manifestation. <laughs> um, the third one you're trying to attract through surface or identity traits. And this again was me. So I will <laughs> explain how. Um, so, and I'll, I'll talk about this um, regarding the twin soul because I think that this is more common in relationships, though for me it, it came through in my career. Um, you don't attract your twin soul through your looks, through a fancy house or a car, through a great skill. Um, those are all service traits. And so sometimes, you know, we try to attract our twin soul through, um, it's almost like seduction, basically. Um, and you're trying to attract them through things that, things that you do or things that you have. And so then the second thing that can happen is you're trying to attract them through things that you are. So it's kind of like the be, do, have, um, if you've ever heard of those before. Uh, and those, those things that you are, they're identity traits, but they still are not the thing that attracts your twin soul. So this would be like, you're kind, you're smart, you're creative, you're a hard worker. Um, the, none of those are the reasons that your twin soul would like you. Um, so what to do instead, really attract only from a place of unconditional love and who you are at the soul level. So you don't need to really be or do or have anything to be with your twin. And you'll notice too, um, it, as you're trying to be with your twin, 
they don't care what you look like. They're super attracted to you no matter what you look like. And you can test this. Um, they don't care if you're an amazing cook, even if they love food. They, they really don't care if you're an amazing cook. If you cook their favorite foods, they are not going to stay with you because you're a great cook. <laughs> They're not going to stay with you for sex. They're not going to stay with you because you have money. They're not going to stay with you because you offer opportunities. Um, they only, the way they feel about you, it's completely at a soul level. And this is, um, this is really important to understand. And it's also very freeing in some ways because it's, it kind of shows that you don't have to be like anything. You don't have to look a certain way. Um, and, and if you do look a certain way, that's great. You are doing that for yourself and that is your self love. It's not a, um, tool to attract, uh, this person. And the same is true with money or with a job. You're not going to attract money through, um, building skill sets unless they are a part of your soul design. So I currently attract money through building skill sets, um, and through, you know, skill sets at making videos or skill sets at honing my ideas, skill sets at writing, those are ways that I do make money, but I can only do that because it's part of my soul design to be a writer. Um, if I were to work really hard at singing, for example, and try to do that as my career, it wouldn't work. And it doesn't matter that I have that skill set. I just wouldn't attract money that way because it's not part of my soul design. Um, so additionally, attracting only from your desire to know what's really meant for you. Um, and again, this works for both the twinsel and the money. The fourth one is that you want to blame someone for not getting what you wanted. Um, and so this one's really, this one's pretty interesting. Um, so, and by blaming someone, it could be someone outside of yourself. It could be your higher power or it could be yourself. And a lot of the time we throw the blame at ourselves, which is really um, not very compassionate to ourselves. So for example, you might say, I haven't healed enough, so that's why I don't have my twin soul. Or I'm not smart enough, so that's why I don't have money. Or I've, you know, I'm meant to be poor, so that's why I don't have money. Um, Another one, I caused this negative thing to happen to me. So let's say something something bad happened to you and then you feel this guilt because it's like, oh, I manifested this bad thing that happened to me. Um, another one is just spinning over like, oh, if I had only done this instead, then this would have happened and kind of going down that rabbit hole. Um, none of this is helpful because it's all just blaming somebody. Um, and so you can't attract through blame. You're only going to repel what you want by blaming yourself. Um, the, the other thing, so this is blaming yourself. The other thing is trying to blame others and make them responsible for your healing. And this includes your twin soul. It includes your boss. It includes your, um, your customers, your audience, your coworkers, it includes everybody. So if you are trying to blame someone else for you not getting something, then you're just repelling that thing because blame is just not, um, it's a, it's a fear-based, uh, fear-based thing. So how can you attract using fear that doesn't really make sense? 
So here's what you do instead. Um, eradicate all blame from manifestation. And that includes anything negative that happens to you. So you can't look at like, oh, I attracted this negative thing. It's my fault. I'm a bad manifester. Um, that is just going to start repelling things from you. So eradicate blame from all manifestation. Blame is a distorted masculine way to control things. And I talk about this in um, my work on divine masculine and divine feminine. So blame is the very first one that we do. It's, um, it's part of the wounding around control. And we talk about how um, shifting, so distorted masculine is blame. Shifting to the divine masculine is responsibility. So it's shifting from blame to responsibility. That's how you shift that particular pattern. Um, take responsibility. I just said that. Reflection journaling practice and the five you process to heal core wounding. So if you are interested in those, make sure you go to cargreenqueen.com slash freebies to get that. And then giving yourself forgiveness, having gratitude, um, that goes for both yourself and for others. So number five is you're giving attention and energy to the illusion. So um, your current reality and what you are seeing in your current reality, in your 3D, it's a product of your past self and your past choices. So the example I have is, let's say that you are married right now and you've been married for 10 years. This is just an example. Now, you being married is the product of your past decisions and choices. So it's actually a past, you know, you decided, you know, more than 10 years ago to get married. So that was one choice you made. But it's also that five years ago, you decided to stay married. And six years ago, you also decided to stay married. Four years ago, you also decided to stay married. And in fact, yesterday, you decided to stay married. And today, you've decided to stay married. And so think of all the choices for every moment for the last 10 years. That is what created your current reality. Um, and so you may like that current reality or you may not. But in order to reverse that current reality, you're going to have to make new choices. Um that and you, and you have to understand you have 10 years of choices that have put you on this path. So when you realize that, you can see that that's true for almost anything in the physical. So it's true when you look at when you look in the mirror and you look at how much you weigh, for example, that is, you know, dozens of choices every day for the last 10, 15, 20 20 and maybe even more than that years. Um it's so many decisions that has um, accumulated to one reality. And um, what you can tell by that is, it, it, I mean, it's an illusion. So as soon as you make a new choice and continue to take action on that choice, then you are breaking through that illusion. Um, so here's what you want to do instead. Have compassion for your past self um, by ignoring your current reality. So your current reality has literally no bearing on who you're becoming. Um, it only shows you who you have been. Make a new choice. Take action that's aligned with a new choice every single day. And then when you see dissonance in your current reality, change what you can about that dissonance. So you want to just get your reality realigned to your current choice. 
and that you know that could take a while so if you've gained a you know if you've gained a bunch of weight let's say you put on 50 pounds and you want to lose those 50 pounds well you can't manifest that in a day because you have to you've had so many choices that you need to make a new choice about um so that's why it it may take you you know 6 months a year to lose that 50 pounds um and obviously there's health and such <laughs> that's a that's a part of it so number 6 you are choosing an unhelpful story for your manifestation um and so this one's about choosing bad stories so we all as individuals have a preference for trusting thoughts feelings words or actions um and you know so it's it's basically um it's usually like we prefer thoughts or feelings. We prefer words or actions um, or emotions. And so we tend to think that one of these things is more trustworthy than others. And it's based on what we believe. So I'm a person who um, prefers words over actions. Like when I say things that I know I'm going to take action on them eventually, even if it's like five years from now, um, I don't feel the need to take action on something once I say it, I know that I'm going to do it because I said it. But somebody could look at me and say, and if they prefer action, then they could interpret that as her words mean nothing. All that all that is important is the action that she takes. Um, so <laughs> they they're trusting something that is not the reality. And so they're creating this story around what I'm saying, what I'm doing, and it's not actually true. And so I see people do this a lot with their twin souls. It's like they're, they see what's going on in the physical and they create a story around it based on their preferences and their interpretations when, and it's like, it could be like a wildly bad story that has no, no bearing in reality. Um, so none of these sources is more trustworthy than the other. Um, you can actually use all of them to, to figure out what's really going on in the 3D. Um, and before I get into the sex point, I just want to say that, um, you know, people think that like thoughts, feelings, actions, whatever, um, that's how that person really feels. And it isn't necessarily so. I, I've noticed. So I've noticed, for example, that what people say um, is not how they feel, and what people think is also not how they feel, and even what people feel is not actually how they feel a lot of the time. So sometimes it's a surface feeling that is covering up something that is deeper. So they can, on the surface, feel very angry, but that's covering up um, hurt and pain. And so if it. So what you realize from this is that even if, like, let's say you text your twin soul and they swipe left on that text, they're like, I'm, I'm not even going to look at this. I'm not going to, not going to send the read receipt. Um, and they, you know, roll their eyes are super annoyed by you. And that's what they think and feel at that time. That's, that's still not real. And the reason is because um, that that surface reaction could be hiding a deeper feeling. So it could be that they don't like you at all, or it could be that they, 
you know, have a lot of feelings for you that they don't know how to interpret and they just don't want to deal with it right now. Or it could be something else. So I just want to say that, um, really the stories we create are kind of BS, no matter what they are. Um, and we look for these facts in real life and they're just not there. Um, so looking for security outside of yourself, that's really what's going on here is, um, in choosing these bad stories. And so what you would do instead, um, stories are a manifestation tool. So shift your thinking around that. Um, you always want to choose the best story you can come up with. And then the other thing is that, um, you can look at your worst case scenario story like, oh, he, he swiped left on my text and is ignoring me. Um, and that, you know, that could be a very painful story for you, but it's like, how do you turn that story into the best story you can? Well, you could say that these, his actions are not indicative of how he's really feeling or his actions or, or like his thoughts are not indicative of how he's feeling. Even his feeling is not indicative of how he's feeling um, on because his feeling may be very surface and may be very reactionary um, and not indicative of what's really going on. So um, turn every story into a great story as what someone does doesn't represent how they actually feel. All right, so that those are the six misconceptions. I hope this video has been helpful to you. Um, next steps, look at your current upset. Choose one of these areas where you are repelling instead of attracting. So look at these six different misconceptions um, and see if any of them apply to you. Um, then you can try the reflection journaling practice. It's at cardreadingqueen.com slash freebies. There's actually a number of things that I think could be helpful after watching this video, but definitely just try one of our freebies at cardreadingqueen.com slash freebies. And then, um, if you want to share, definitely leave a comment on this posting, um, and let us know what your upset is, what's going on. Uh, we are happy to chat with you about this. Uh, and if you are interested in the twin soul work, make sure you go to cardreadingqueen.com slash twin soul journey. That is my book about this. Um, it's called your twin soul journey, a guide to experience eternal, unconditional, harmonious, embodied love and union with your divine partner. Um, so this is your twin soul journey. It's by Monica Grace. Uh, and that is all for me. So I hope this video was helpful to you. Thank you so much for watching and have a beautiful and blessed day. Hey there, sovereigns. This is Monica Grace again, and I just wanted to tell you a little bit more about my new book, Your Twin Soul Journey, A Guide to Experiencing Eternal, Unconditional, Harmonious, Embodied Love and Union with Your Divine Partner. If you found yourself on the Twin Soul Journey, you probably have questions. In my book, Your Twin Soul Journey, I take you through everything you need to know to keep your head on straight during this crazy, crazy time period in your life. Some of the topics I include are what to do if you've been blocked, ghosted, or separated from the person you believe is your twin, how to handle a twin who's insisting that you're just friends, even though you know there's a deeper connection why your ex-lover keeps popping up in your life, and how to tell if this person is a spiritual or toxic connection. And what to do if you're with your twin in the physical, 
but the relationship feels complicated and needs a ton of work before you feel like you're truly in union. If you're feeling like there's a spiritual connection here, definitely trust your intuition and make sure you grab my book, Your Twin Soul Journey Today, to get clarity and insight into this unique and fruitful relationship you're experiencing. Go to cardreadingqueen.com slash twin soul journey, and there you'll find links to all the online stores where the book is available. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Twin Soul Journey podcast. See you in the next episode.